Well, there's nothing we can do now until we've dealt with the android. But how? We haven't any weapons. No. Well, uh, we'll try modifying the sonic booster in the TARDIS. Um, if we connect it to a frequency accelerator... Yes? Well, we may just get a high enough pitch to vibrate the android to pieces. Really? And how close would we have to get for it to have an effect? Very. The android's armed. If it wanted, it could destroy us ten times over. Once would be enough. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast, talking about Doctor Who. And we're going to talk about a classic Doctor Who episode from February 1982. Wow, you actually got the date right. Called Visitation. The Visitation. The Visitation. I can never get those right. No, you never do. And um, this was directed by Peter Moffat, no relation to uh, Peter Davison, who is, his real name is... Peter Moffat. Peter, Mo Peter Moffat. And not related to Steve Moffat. Stephen Moffat or whatever. The by, producer of Doctor Who. Yeah. And he was written by Eric Sayward and... Who was a script editor at the time. I don't have that. So, Visitation is about... Um, the spaceship crashing, the aliens want to... Instead of getting off the planet, they just want to kill everyone on the planet and take over the planet. So, yeah, what's wrong with that? Um, seems easy enough to do. Uh, so then the doctor comes in and says, uh, no, we're not doing that. And that's the story. But it's a good story. A simple story. Good. This, is, a good this story. has it's got this Nissa and Adric and Tegan. Tegan. Holy crap, if I never see another Tegan episode again, I will be too You know what, Tegan? Oh, you know what? She's the mainstay companion during the Fifth Doctor era. She's like in every story except for one. She was annoying. I used to like Tegan because of that. that she was uh, talking back and everything. But over the years, I've noticed that she is more annoying. Yeah, but, but can you blame her? She wanted to get back home. Yeah, because, but... Well, if you see her, how she... Join, you can understand more why she was upset that they didn't get her back to Heathrow. Yeah, well, I have a statement about that that's unbelievable. But well, they I, they I, were at Heathrow. I, I like I like three hundred years too early. I like the, I like toward the end where he, the doctor says, "Look around for some paperwork or whatever," and she's like, "What are they going to leave a forwarding address?" And he goes, <laughs> ah, "He gets mad." And, yeah, but, but that's perfect though. I but mean, you can imagine they play off each other so well. When you hear about the real actors, how they didn't get along, how they hated Matthew Waterhouse mm. and Adric, when you oh watch these shows, you're like, "Oh my god!" You can just imagine this stuff happening where they're just almost like want to choke. We them. went to a convention in March. And the whole Fifth Doctor cast was there. All his companions and Peter Davison. And it turned into a We Hate Matthew Waterhouse rip fest. And I'm sitting there going... And he was in the... And he was there. And I'm like sitting there going, Oh my God, they're tearing into this guy. And then you hear him like, Well, he probably deserted me because he was a freaking asshole. He was like an arrogant... Yeah, there's, there's a little element to that. And the commentaries when he's not there... I mean, he might have mellowed out or... You know, gotten better. I don't think they like him at all. With age, but they just did not. Yeah. Especially Janet Fielding, yeah. who played Tegan, does not like Matt Waterhouse at all. So you mentioned Janet Fielding or Tegan. They're going back, and she's all dressed up in her outfit because snazzy purple suit. Yeah, because we need to have that in there because that's you know because they're saving money on. And she's Costco. all excited because she's going to be. They're, they're bringing her back the first day of job and everything like that. 
she walks in. This is a scene that they work. This is what would happen if she they dropped her off and it worked. She walks in there and says, "I'm ready for my first job," and they would be like, "Oh my God, sit down. Your aunt Vanessa's dead. Her her aunt Vanessa died, and yet she's going to work and going to and all happy." And they totally forgot about that. Well, for her, aunt Vanessa's been dead for a while. Yeah, but year. she goes back the same day. They're going to be like. Actually, she's not going to be. They're going to take her and put her in jail and say, "What happened to your?" Well, I don't. Even, would they even know that she was dead because she was here, shrunken body? Spoilers. Well, well she'll forget. Just forget. No, but the police wouldn't. They'd be like, "Where's your aunt Vanessa?" It's but just, it's but just, for her, it's been a year. There's no. Con I'm just saying. There's no continuity. So that's why I, I noticed that. And I just. Why are you ruining this? <laughs> I just wanted to mention it. Uh, I'll mention something positive about this episode. I thought Richard Mace. Yes, I wish he was a companion. The was, guy was great. Was that the old guy, the, the, the thespian, the yeah. actor? Yes. I, yeah. I I wrote down the same thing. They should have taken him as a companion. The best best line is when they're locked up, and the fifth doctor takes the, the musket, shoots the door above the lock, oh, and yeah. the door opens. Oh yeah, yeah. And he goes. I must have unlocked. That's it. impossible. I must have picked it. Yeah. And then <laughs> that was like great. He was, he was good. He it? was good. I liked him. He, he, there's a lot of good stuff in this episode, and mostly with him in it. Yeah, what was really bad about this episode, and it's Edward. kind of yes, he was really. Mm -hmm. All the, I, I need to go out and do something, and it's help the doctor. So I'm going to go to the mill, even though the doctor and Tegan are at the mill, and he walks out. And this is what says, no, we should stay here because that's what he said. And then she's looking on the monitor, and then all the townspeople who are there jump him. And I'm just like, what a moron. This is a prime like example. Typical This episode stuff. is a prime example of why you don't have three companions. Nissa spent most of the episode, most of the story, building that machine. The story previous, she was asleep. Yes. They, they ran out of things for all of them to do. Adric's running back and forth, not running, trotting. I gotta get to the TARDIS as quick as possible. I'll trot or shuffle to the to the. I won't run fast because I was he wearing slippers or something. I, I don't know what he's wearing. Of some sort. Yeah, he just yeah, can't he run fast. Him. His costume looks like it should be pajamas for a little five-year-old kid. And th this episode was running short. Yes. And that means they stretched every scene out. That's why we see Nissa working on the machine for five minutes where she's crimping together some cables. Mm -hmm. That's why the recaps were five minutes into the previous episode. Everything was so slow. People's reactions, like, oh, here I go, I'm going to go over here. And there's like a like four-second delay, the person then says something. I, I blame that on the director, but... Maybe it's just running so slow they were telling people, no, 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 don't speed up your conversation with this person. Just talk real slow and deliberate about everything. Add hesitations. And it was noticeable when I was watching it. I was like, this episode's... Could have been three. Three episodes. Should have yeah. been. Yes. Yeah. Two would have been pushing it, but three, definitely. Um, but tarot uptails look pretty cool. Yeah, I With thought the bird they made face and all that. And the android looked pretty neat. For the, it was a typical '80s style. Yeah, the android was kind glittery, of glittery disco. The looking. disco androids. But he looked better when he had the uh, the death mask, mask on and all that. <laughs> but that was pretty clever. You know, he's walking death and. Yeah. 
It was confusing, I Richard thought. Richard Mace flees in, like, ah! I thought the um, villagers were all under control of the... No, only the one that dude, had the Yeah, that it was bracelet. only the guy with the bracelet. And having just listened to the Black Death episodes on both History 101 and This Podcast Will Kill You, uh, I understand why they were so terrified of the Black Death. Yeah. Uh, it was horrifying. And you certainly don't want people coming to your village who have it, mm-hmm. or who might have it. Yeah, you wipe out the whole village. Yeah, you would. And it was unpleasant, um, to say the least. So, I understand the fear, and the and I thought they did a good job of depicting that uh, attitude and paranoia yeah. of the of the villagers and the and the people who who um, were just trying to keep the plague people away. And that's why everybody had the, the things over their faces to to try to because they thought that would prevent them from. Breathing in the miasma. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I wish I they played that up more. Actually, I, I would have found that more interesting. Yeah, they just touched upon it here and there, and they just kind of went away from it. It was confusing because the the villagers were under some of them were under control, but they were conflicting. Like we're going to kill them, but then they weren't because you know, yeah, uh, it was kind of. It was a little confusing. Yeah kind of all over the place and, and you know then they had the rats and you're like oh okay we're back to the plate again they're gonna, gonna release the rats into London and then you know spoilers the fire was I, I had a couple of a good and bad moment here I wrote down uh, sonic screwdriver being destroyed was an excellent moment yes, it was. Um, I wish it had I wish it had happened in the um, new series <laughs> like over and over, it just it's worse. The the Sonic screwdriver is a thousand times worse now than it was back in this period. It wasn't used that often, but now it's it's a it's a main thing. Um, the first cliffhanger. I'll describe the cliffhanger, and you tell me how how huge of a cliffhanger this is. They go in a room and they get locked in it. The end. If the doctor was missing. The doctor was missing. Yes. He so what? He went through the fake wall. Yeah, it still was a bad cliffhanger. <laughs> well, they can't all be good. Okay. Uh, I love the scene where Matthew Waterhouse tries to figure out what the, what would the doctor do to pilot the TARDIS, and he hits and the he TARDIS, it. Yeah. and it worked. And later on, Peter Davison did the same thing. When P- when Matthew does hit the TARDIS, you can tell he really did hurt himself. He's like holding his hand for the next scene. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> Um, this ends up destroying the robot, which is, and then she's sad about it because it was such a magnificent machine or whatever. So I thought that was kind of almost made up for the fact that she just spent most of the episode just building this machine that. Ends I up mean, if they really didn't like him, you know, they the, they did a fairly decent job of hiding the fact that they didn't like the actor. Yeah, there's an episode. I mean, there's a few times where you could see that they're annoyed with him, but that I thought was just because the character was yeah. annoying. Because the character was annoying. Yeah, I well, there's an episode coming up where they really do some splendid acting about Edgar. Well, th- one of them puts their hand on his mouth, and he he just like pulls it away. You could tell it, he didn't like that at all. I don't know what episode that was. I don't know which one that was. Might have been Black Orchid or something, but he was annoying. Yeah. Oh yeah, in more ways than one. Oh, Lord hated him too. <laughs> so, um, 
I did some research on this one. This episode was actually aired. This episode aired twice a week. Yes, they did. They aired them on Tuesday and Thursday, was it? Something like that. And this is one of the only Doctor Who stories in the history of the show through parts episode that it actually improved every episode. It went The ratings went up every one. Hmm. Which is weird, because you would think Stories with Daleks and it would do just it would do better, but yeah. they didn't. They would often have an episode that would drop or something. Hmm. Um, and the final episode was over 10 million, which is one of JNT's best rating rated episodes. So they, it's I think it starts in the nines. It didn't go up a lot. It wasn't like seven to ten. It just went nine point three, nine point five, or something like that. It just kept going up. Hmm. Uh, the original title of the story was Invasion of the Plague Men, or The Plague Rats was another title. Um, they filmed this one before Kinda, even though it aired the after. after Kinda. Um, this I didn't understand. I, I couldn't think of an example. The Terraptal Mask was the first time they used animatronics on a mask. I'm like, really? I think so. That makes sense, I guess, but... Because all the rest of the masks just rubber. didn't move. Just they a rubber mask, mask yeah. 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 I thought the makeup was really good. I thought the pterodactyl death was pretty horrific with the big <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Talk about prolonging the like, death scene. It's like... <laughs> like, I was an old dude. <laughs> it was like this... <laughs> <not the rubbers. laughs> Can't show that on a person doing that, but I guess an uh, alien pterodactyl would be okay. Did you guys catch the Pudding Lane reference? Yes, at the end. Yeah, well, it's the fire of... Uh, the Great Fire of London, fire supposedly the, end of the bakery yeah. where the fire started. They determined the fire started. Mm -hmm. Which actually wasn't on Pudding Lane, it was around the corner from Pudding Lane. They just discovered that recently. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was kind of neat, how they tie it all together. Um, I didn't know this. I don't know why I would know this, but Richard Mace is the is that's the name of the character, right? Or is that no? That's the actor. What was the name of the character that he played? Oh, um. I can't remember his name. He didn't really say his name, did he? Richard he Mace. He was. That was the character. No, Richard Mace is the character. Michael. Robbins is the actor. Okay. Richard Mace is a character that was originally created by Eric Sayward for a bunch of radio plays before Doctor Who, and then he just brought the character in and, and put him in as a character for this episode. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Same character in this, I don't know the name of this radio series, but it was in the 70s or something. It's kind of neat. Neat little idea. So... I I like this episode, kind of, but I I never have been a big fan of it, and I don't I couldn't tell you why. I just I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think it's in the middle of the ground for me. I, th I think it's okay. There's been there's worse episodes in this season by far. Time flight is horrible. Okay, but that's the only one. And maybe that's why this one's kind of like for me. It's kind of. Eh. Because I like Kind, I like Arshak. I, I like. Um, is this the first season of Peter's? Yes. yes, it is. Well, I wasn't a big fan of Ford and Doomsday either, but. Ford and Doomsday's not bad. Yeah. I think this is probably a little bit better. 
Yes, it is. There's been a lot of praise for this one, um, but there was a lot of people doing nothing, kind of just... Well, that's the problem when you have three companions, someone has got to be left out. Yeah. That's what my fear is of when the new series starts, they're going to have three companions, one of them is going to be either captured, knocked out, stuck in the TARDIS making a vibrating android destroyer. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, when you look at this, it's four episodes, and they couldn't find something to do with three, three companions. They One of them is running around, one of them is building that thing, and one of them is possessed. Okay, well, great. Um, also, some of this, or probably, this wasn't a rehash script that was supposed to be for Tom Baker, was it? That they moved to this season. I don't. And sometimes when the doctor decides to leave, it's in the middle of filming, and they already start planning the next mm -hmm. season. Mm -hmm. So the stories were written for that doctor. Then they have to change it around. I thought Peter Davison was pretty good in this for the most part. He was um, so cranky. Is he always cranky? Is yes. he a cranky doctor? That and sarcastic. I don't mind sarcasm, but he was. There was obviously something going on with him and Tegan. Like, did he like her? I didn't want to say that he liked well, her. They, 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 they always. He, he, she annoys everyone. That's, that's the point. And they did play that up. I but think he, in real life they annoyed each other too. But, but no, he is. Because he made some comment at the beginning about how, yeah, sometimes when they act like they don't like you, they really. That's not what they really mean, or something like that. Yeah. To to somebody else and. And immediately she walks in and is bitchy to him, and he's like, like, Ugh. he's and got a short fuse. Okay. This doctor. So kinda. he didn't have a thing for her. No. 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 This is classic. Who there are no things for them at all, and okay. anything that you read or pick up on from other people, that's just delusional. <laughs> One of John Nathan Turner's golden rules was no hanky panky in the TARDIS. At least during the 80s, and during the 70s, it was the same. There was no. But now you can look back at it and say, "Well, boy, there was definitely stuff going on between some of these." Um, okay, fine. If you if you want to imagine that, Doctor and, and uh, Adric, yeah, sure, I, I see that. Great. No, he doesn't. As this it comes goes along, he doesn't hate her. I mean, he gets emotional when she leaves. Mm -hmm. So, because he didn't want her to leave, but. But they wanted to make her character more abrasive, so she just wasn't one of the other ones to fit in. And why is she Australian? Because she is. Because Doctor Who, in that time, is that they sell sell the films to Australia, and so it was popular in Australia. So John Nathan Turner says we need to have an Australian companion, just like when Perry comes along. John Nathan Turner says, "Oh, it's popular in America now." We need to have a companion who's an American. Gotcha. That's the only. But reason. there was. I, I just was curious because she was looking to go to Heathrow, and I didn't know. Because she worked for the Australian. What is it? The oh, Qantas. Qu yeah. Oh, okay. They didn't mention Qantas. They didn't, though. They didn't mention Qantas, but it was kind of. Mm. She worked for an Australian airline. That's the Australian which, airline. Which is Qantas, right? Yeah. And she's really Australian, right? Sounds yeah, Australian. Yeah, she lives in England. Yeah. yeah. Well, Perry's not American. No. It's obvious that Perry's not an American. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they couldn't have gotten an American actress. It seems kind of odd to me. You know who Adric reminded me of? You remember? Oh, what the heck was that show? H.R. Puffin stuff. <laughs> that kid. With the TV, with the flute, yep. the magic flute. Yeah. And the Richie haircut. Blue and yeah. The bowl haircut. It was the haircut and the yeah. yeah. 
Maybe that was intentional. <laughs> no. It's funny because I, I did like Tegan a lot, and over the years, though, I've grown to like Nissa, even though because she was she didn't ruffle feathers and she was you know. But I liked like, Nissa. They didn't, didn't have a lot for her to do in this episode. No. No. They don't have a lot for her to do throughout the whole era. That's why she left. I think. Well, towards the end, the next season, maybe. Yeah. So. Anyways, visitation with Richard Mace character was a highlight for sure. Yes. Definitely. Would have nice to see him in more episodes. I don't know if he would have gotten out in people's nerves, but a lot of good dialogue between him and the I thought sort of some the last episode had some really good writing in it, I thought. And I, I didn't notice that in the first three episodes, so it seems like all of a sudden they, they picked up their game toward the end. But so anything else on this one? Nope. Nope. More plague. Less disco androids. Okay. Thanks for listening.